today on the Callahan Podcast? Well, you're probably not surprised that Mike Milbury's the latest guy to get uh, canceled, to get removed, as NBC called it. What will surprise you is what he said. And the answer is nothing. Nothing. We'll play you a sound. You will not believe it. Also, um, Luka Doncic, the bat, uh, bitch-ass white boy, came up big. Jamel Hill had the most idiotic tweet of all time. And Roger Goodell made it clear that he is ready to bend a knee to the woke mob. We'll play you that sound as well. And uh, we'll talk about it with Turtle Boy. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast. And we are brought to you, as always, by DCU. Digital Federal Credit Union. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Colony, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. We are live at the Legacy Club. It is August. What is it? August 20. God, I hate when August is over. Summer's over. I, I remember I was a kid. I'd get so depressed at the end of August. A um, uh, lot of stuff happening here. Um, another city is burning. Kenosha, Wisconsin, is burning. We'll get to that. The, the uh, Republicans are planning the convention. They have some very interesting speakers. I'm For some reason, I'm looking forward to Nick Sandman. This friggin' 17-year-old kid or eight, whatever he is making a speech to the world, that will be interesting. And all the Trump kids are talking. I'm not sure that's a great idea. What's, a, what's the Sandman's deal? So he got paid. and like, He is sure he, did. Is this his first time speaking publicly? Yes, yeah. yes, right. yes, yes. He's on Twitter. He's and, been on Twitter and, a little bit. And he's raring to go, I, and it's taped, so uh, recorded, I think. So he'll he'll be good. It will be good. We'll get to that, and we'll get to uh, that bitch-ass white boy. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about the bitch-ass white boy, but first, first, I've said this many, many, many times, it feels like over the last three months, that we had reached peak insanity in the cancel culture. We've we've got to the point where it makes no sense at all. Uh, people are just being canceled for, for, uh, for nothing, for nothing. And I often refer to the uh, Sacramento Kings play-by-play guy who lost his job for saying, all lives matter. That was the dumbest. Uh, I, I don't, maybe that. Maybe Cleveland. Maybe the actor, the white actor playing Cleveland on uh, Family Guy, who says he will no longer do it because Cleveland, the cartoon character, is black and he's white, and he didn't think that was that. That was top of the list till this weekend, and uh, Mike Milbury uh, has been canceled. Mike Milbury has been removed. Um, by NBC. From not the, not for slapping around any youth hockey players, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't I mean not. That didn't happen, right? That did like that. happen. Okay. I told you I got I got a call from someone at the rink that day, and it was happening. I was getting a live play by play. Said so you're not going to believe this. Mike Milbury just grabbed a uh, whatever it was, eight year old by the uh, neck and picked him up. <laughs> he was choking, and uh, he, he, I he got away with that because it was on video. Yes, he didn't get away. That was not a that was not worthy of cancellation. This is. And I'm telling you, I went back, Dave and I were just reading stories because I need someone to explain to me. Someone help me out with this. Mike Mulberry's not that important. It's not that big a deal that he's going to lose his job. But who, who, who is genuinely, honestly offended by what Mike Mulberry said? 
anybody no, with you feminists yeah do you want to hear it let's play it let's well, well if you haven't heard it if you haven't read it, it it is remarkable that this got this got a guy not yet not fired yet he got him removed but he will be fired he's it's he's been removed for the rest of the playoffs you'll never hear him on nbc again if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time it's a perfect place not even any woman here to disrupt their concentration. Oh, and also, too, the, the, the play-by-play guy doesn't miss a beat because it, there was nothing to be offended, nothing to be upset at. And it's funny, the, the same week we heard from Tom Brenneman, the uh, Reds announcer, say something genuinely offensive. He's done, you know, he's canceled, and I understand why. This is insane. This is not. This is beyond yeah, I mean, when, when I first saw his tw- training, I'm like, okay. I knew it would be something a little outrageous, or not outrageous, but ridiculous, exaggerated, whatever. But I didn't think it would be this harmless. Like, he literally <laughs> just said that they might be distracted if there were women around, which is just a basic biological fact of men and women. They're, you know, distracted by women. And how is that a shot at, at women and not men? Isn't that more a shot at men, it's, that it's, men are so simple that they just get distracted by women? It's, it's not a shot at anybody, but yeah. yeah guess, exactly, but the, but the uh, feminists are saying it's a shot at them. I guess, and I have the, the tweets, um, you know, from various uh, feminists or, you know, women, um, female hockey writers or female sports writers or commentators who are so offended. Here is a, a Jillian Fisher. She says, I'm so sick of Milbury having a platform when there are so many other talented people who could actually help this sport and maybe not view women as, quote, a distraction. Now, I, I think if you're going to take offense to this, I, uh, there should be one requirement. Um, it should be, it can't be true, right? It can't be accurate. If it's indeed a distraction to have women, and, and there's some dispute whether he said women, singular, or women, plural, but either way, it's not offensive. Nobody was offended. These women are playing make believe. Why, wait, why would that be a difference? Why, if you even said woman or women, it doesn't matter. The premise is still because a woman means you know your wife or your girlfriend. Uh, women means you know okay, floozies. Yeah. Okay, you know hanging around the lobby and yep, uh, you know yep. you know you're whatever banging a different one every night or something. Yep. But either way, there's nothing offensive about this. It's all pretend make believe. The woman leading the charge is, what's her name, Katie Strang? Yes, from The Athletic. Athletic. Now, in fairness, Um, though, think of it from a reporter's standpoint, that somebody who's in a position of power on television is saying that all women are distractions in a situation like this. There's tons of female beat reporters all throughout the NHL. Are they distractions? uh, Well, if they're there for, you know carnal relations yes they are and and everybody knows it they know it they hell if you travel with the team you know when women are around i've, I've traveled with teams when there are women hanging around the lobby hanging around the bar yep. in the hotel uh that does distract uh players sometimes you'd say it, it's better than you know having them whatever do drugs or go out and you know get get in real trouble you know they can stay inside and you know have a, have some some wine and and you know have some really have uh, have sex, but everybody knows this wasn't offensive. This wasn't inaccurate. It it I mean it must have been abs- must have been insane when Milbury got the call saying you're removed from the broadcast, and he had to be wondering like for what for what saying stating a fact. This Stephen A. Smith said the same thing about the uh, the NBA bubble that the women weren't there, so it, you know the guys could concentrate. It is remarkable that we're allowing these few, and and I, I tweeted this out. I said, you know, that this, the, I hope the three people who are offended by this are happy. Now, 
I think that's an exaggeration. As someone corrected me, then someone pointed this out. There was nobody offended. I mean, there's people, three or four people pretending to be offended, but why do we allow them to make the rules? Why do we allow them to have their way? The three or four feminists who are pretending to be offended. Because they think Twitter is real life. This That's is a good this point. Is a, this is a big problem in our society in general is that people think that some blue check marks crying about something on Twitter is real life. A fraction of the world uses Twitter, like a, a very small fraction, like 10% probably, if that. Right. Why, why are we allowing these random people to just control the narrative and decide whatever? Like, no one's offended by that. If you if you pulled, if you went down the street and asked 100 people, you played that tape for them and you said, you know, are you offended by this? 99 of them would say no, because we just, but for some reason, blue check marks rule the world. It is what it is. It, it is amazing. And here's, here's the blue check mark. I'm gonna, I mean, I, and I think people were genuinely pissed about this. I've got so much uh, reaction to just one tweet. It wasn't a great tweet. I just tweeted about uh, Milbury. Um, and, and then, then, uh, then, then I tweeted about Jamel Hill and got even more reaction. She's uh she gets people going. Boy, does she trigger people! I got, oh, I got, uh, what do I got? Eleven hundred likes on my tweet. I just all I said, Ooh. all I said was uh, incredible. A network that protected Harvey Weinstein and employed Matt Lauer, a couple of sexual predators and rapists, has removed Mike Milbury for a dumb joke. That's all I wrote. I got. Uh, I, I disagree with you. It's not even a dumb joke. It's, it's right. like, what's dumb about it? It's just it's a comment. Well, it's almost know. a statement of fact. Did you steal that from my retweet of uh, Maria? Did you guys ever get calls from Maria on the radio? Maria of Watertown. She's the best Boston Bruins uh, caller yes, in I, radio. I think I, I think I liked her tweet or yes. something. But here's this this woman, and, and Dave pointed this out to me this morning. Leslie, uh, not Leslie. What's her? Katie, Katie Strang? Yep. Katie Strang from the Athletic. If you haven't read her because you don't subscribe, I understand. But she covers hockey. And here was her reaction the day, uh, was it the day or two days after uh, Milbury's comments? Here's her lead. Tell me if this isn't the biggest load of crap you ever read. She said, I spent a good five minutes this morning at home on my stationary bike, rage spinning while typing out, then subsequently deleting a tweet in response to Milbury's asinine comments on the NBC, NBC broadcast. Milbury um she says uh, you know said that not even women there are not even any women here to disrupt your concentration his <laughs> still seething more than 12 hours later i settled on something succinct unemotional and professional um then uh i get to the third paragraph i could use some uh some counseling from katie strang to just just some tweet counseling like i should settle down just like this too yes, and not impulse you should tweet settle, like her settle yeah. something succinct yes yeah you should be like turtle boy don't tweet anything real rash, yes <laughs> emotional and stupid yes i agree uh, uh, but this woman was seething 12 hours later because a man said the women uh, a woman could distract or disrupt the concentration of an athlete now was she offended when she watched Rocky and Mickey said women weak in legs? Women weak in legs. Any, or any movie in which women are <laughs> distract men. That's what? like literally what they do. How they about, distract. Right. How about the that's natural? Why their, that's why the people send their kids to St. John's Prep and Zavarian so they won't be distracted by girls, right? Isn't right. that the whole point? It is. And you know what? If you want to say, you know, disagree or whatever, but how can you be canceled or fired, which you will be? Uh, for something so innocuous and so accurate. I mean, th- I'd love to hear the, the logic. And I know it's not the same person at the network who was covering up for Harvey Weinstein, a, a vile rapist, or allowing Matt Lauer to have a little uh, button lock under his desk so he can 
you know, force himself on young interns, which he did. That same network, by the way, the same network that fired Jerry, Jeremy Roenick Roenick yes. for nothing. Jeremy Roenick reached out and made contact to the Roenick family this weekend. By the way, for Did the you? story, yes, uh, no he, comment from Jeremy Roenick. Joining? By oh, the way, really? no comment on it, this, which is surprising because yeah. he should comment because they're not going to hire him back. But it is remarkable, Jeremy Roenick. If you don't remember, uh, it was what is it? Six months ago, we were yeah. just starting out. Yeah, it was six, early. seven months ago, and he talked about going to uh, Portugal with his wife and her and their friend, their their best friend, Catherine Tappan. And he just joked about, you know, the perception that maybe people thought they were a threesome. He did it on a barstool podcast. It wasn't uh, vulgar. It wasn't obscene. It was joking. It was a guy talking about his one of his good friends. And they fired him. And she didn't stick up for him, by the way. She let him twist in the wind. But that's another story. So Roenick and Milbury have both been fired by the network of, of, of Matt Lauer for nothing. For nothing. So hold on, let me just point, because I, I do not believe that Mike Milbury should be canceled, but I'm going to take shit for this anyway. Think of being a female reporter, working your ass off, going through the ranks, and then all of a sudden you finally get to the NHL, and somebody in a position of power on network television basically calls you a, a, a distraction, well, right? You know, he's not talking about you, he's talking about wives, They're part of that, they're female that's in, that could be in the mix in that moment. I, I disagree. No, you, know, that's, you know that's not what he meant. I'm just, Come on. You don't think that a female reporter could take it that way, that if she's in the locker room, that all these just NHL players are just fawning over her? Which, by the way, to be honest with you, a lot of them probably are in that moment. Depends who, depends. I mean, would you say that... Um... Who, you know, Red Sox have had... The, the, There's a been a lot, of, yes. Managers know, even, I think. Red Sox, right. People, yeah. Do you think those female reporters were a distraction to the manager? I would say they were a distraction. Yeah, yes. so again, it's accurate. It's not It's not even that... I mean, what are you accusing them of? Just being human. Yeah. So a guy sees, and they're in a bubble, they're in a hotel in Disney or in Toronto, whatever, and he sees some hot, hot woman, a beautiful woman in the lobby. Is he supposed to not... Is he supposed to avert his eyes? I mean, it's natural it's normal he's not talking about you know domestic violence or sex, sexual deviancy or matt lauer or harvey weinstein he's talking about a guy just checking out a, a hot chick in the hotel he, he didn't even say like he would that they wanted to bang him like right. he didn't get sexual he's just like they would be distracted which is a basic biological thing of course men are distracted by women like Duh. This woman, and I don't know where she came from, Katie Stang, Strang, what is it? Strang. She's, she shouldn't be covering. This woman who is rage spinning and seething 12 hours later, I'm not sure she's tough enough to, to be you know covering the, the NHL. I mean, because you're going to see and hear things that are going to hurt your feelings, right? you got to learn to deal with it. I mean, being in the clubhouse or locker room can be uncomfortable. If you're doing your job, there's that. Yeah, but men, but what's majority of men beat reporters don't have to walk into a locker room thinking that the athlete is, uh, you know, distracted by them and their looks and th- you know what I mean. Well, I mean, I, that that is an added element to the. I don't beat know what she looks life. like. Maybe maybe she is distracting people. Maybe she's like super hot. And she dresses. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe, but but I'm gonna what guess. I'm gonna guess her? I'm gonna guess she's professional and just does her job. And the thought that uh, you know they're undressing me with their eyes. I'm gonna say. At this point, that's not happening. There's plenty of women in plenty of locker rooms over the years, uh, especially the NHL. You're right. There's a lot of female writers, and a lot of them do a great job, and it's not an issue. They're, he's not talking about her. He's not talking about them. And hell, I don't know when he'll come up with his defense, but what if his defense is, I'm talking about wives and girlfriends? They're not allowed in the bubble. No wives. Yeah. So 
you not only do you not have your wife, you don't have, you know, your kids, you don't have any of that. Yeah, could you say that if you say that kids are a distraction there, does that mean you're good, like kid phobic too? Or that's a good question. Like, I mean, as, um, cause they are somebody wrote, I, I just read over the weekend. Somebody wrote, what about your dog? Dogs are a distraction. <laughs> I mean, yeah. dogs, kids, friends. Yeah, you're dog how about, how about yeah. if he said there's no hangers on, there's no groupies, there's no entourage, there's no, uh, guys, agents, none of that they are allowed in the bubble. Let's also keep in mind all these people that are offended. How how many years did these women play in the NHL? Zero. I'm, I'm how guessing. many years did Mike Milbury play? A few, many, yeah, right? He so coached. he would know a thing. I think he would know a thing or two more about the existence of groupies than these women would. No, yes, yes, and, uh, and, and don't you think coaches would agree with him? The coaches yeah. think there are some challenges to be in the bubble for the NBA and for the NHL. One of them is not, you know, keeping. Uh, you know, guys from staying up all night with, with a woman. You know, they 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 hang out with their teammates and eat and with their teammates, and they're probably getting their rest and getting their, uh, uh, you know, practice in and meetings in, and they don't have any distractions from groupies or women or girlfriends or wives. It's too bad, like a guy like Mike Milbury and a guy like Rona can't just stand up and say this is. Well, I guess they could. He could come on right now with us and and then defend himself. But Mike Milbury, if he's going to come, if he's going to survive at NBC, is going to have to come up with some fake apology, which is part again part of this cancel culture. If you want to survive, come up with this phony apology. He's not sorry. He doesn't regret it. He knows he did nothing wrong. But he's either going to get fired or he's going to get on his knees. One or the other. I mean, well, he did, he he did apologize. I was just trying to pull up. Well, the I statement. saw it. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a bullshit. A, typical one. It's just a statement. Right, like, yeah. Didn't Tukarask literally leave because he was distracted by his wife by and you. child? Yes. Like, like that's why he left. Like, so what the hell is wrong with that? Like, he was distracted <laughs> by the fact that his wife and his child needed him. It's just a fact. That's is she not a woman? Is Tukarask? Is it, does she not count as a you, woman? Yeah, but you or, know what he was. Ge- you know what he was getting at with that. That's all. Who cares what he's getting at? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm telling you, I don't think yeah. he should be canceled on it. But I just, just to to raise the topic of conversation. If you're a super feminist and you're a beat reporter, you're going to hear that and say, "Well, fuck you." I, I can totally get well, where she's coming from. At least, I, well, isn't the answer to that is <laughs> you want to have a conversation? Or you just well, want no, no, not you. I'm not yeah. you. I'm feminism. Isn't I, I, the I was answer just being a feminist for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking feminist. <laughs> Jesus, feminist. I mean, the worst. The, 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 Sorry, they have one thing in common. They're they're very unhappy, very unhappy people. And this woman sounds. This woman spent twelve hours seething because a man on a hockey broadcast said women may distract men. <laughs> and like all I was, I was do. seething because I fucking hate Mike Milbury, and I wanted him to get fired for the right reasons because he fucking yeah. sucks. I don't want him to get he fired because of shit like that. He's a hor- his analysis is horrible. He's just fuck. I hate the guy. I'm sorry. Ana- What's wrong with his analysis? Yeah. He's the worst yeah. hockey. What does that mean? He's the worst hockey analyst out there. He's the worst. He's just. Does, the, does he's he not the, talk about two line passes enough? Does he not talk about? Putting he's, it in. He's his not. Ger- he's not How Jeremy Roenick. I'm a Jeremy Roenick guy. He's not Jeremy Roenick. Oh, All right, not, that's the answer. Milbury's good because he. You know why no, he doesn't have up. that he's filter. I, I mean, I used to dislike him. First one to speculate on the Tukaras thing. None of us know what's going on with Tukaras. So fuck you, Mike Milbury. Well, you're oh, I'm a huge Katie Stranger guy. Mike Milbury, they're doing just fine without. Just fine. Mike Milbury is. That could be his defense. That's a good point. Turtleby could come out and say, "Do you see what happened to Tukaras? He was distracted by." family things and he had to leave that's all i was referring to is you limit the family you limit no, no wife in there no distraction i mean i don't even know why he has to defend this 
It's like it, at some Tyler, point didn't, didn't it, Williams get suspended by the Clippers for going to a strip club yes. because he was distracted by women. He went to a strip club for the wings. Get it straight. He got distracted. <laughs> right. He got distracted by the wings. <laughs> but like the whole purpose of the bubble is not only to eliminate you know disease from entering it, but it's also to eliminate distractions. That's the whole it's purpose just, of the bubble. It's just madness. And I, I I see these things and I say, can't. I mean, I know the rules have changed. I know we have some crazy rules. You can't say this or that. And I mean, if you're if you're not a liberal, if you're a liberal, you can say anything you want. And we'll get to Jamel Hill in a moment. But I need to understand, like, uh, who's genuinely offended? And the answer this time is nobody. These people are making it up. This woman, Katie Strang, wasn't seething for 12 hours. And if she was, somebody has to tell her, you know, it's your fault. That's your fault. If you are seething for 12 hours. How about this? How about this crazy idea, Jerry? You just ignore it and move on. And then 12 hours later... They'll be mad about something else. Yes. Do they not understand how Twitter works? It's a rage cycle. People pretend to be mad about something for a day, then they move on to the next something the next day. You just wait it out. That's all you have to do. And I mean, I got to the NHL is an embarrassment um, for NBC. Obviously, is an embarrassment. But the NHL, you got their statement there, Dave. I got yes. it right in front of me. The yep. NHL uh, put out a statement condemning this kind of misogyny or whatever the hell. Yeah, the National Hockey League condemns the insensitive and insulting comment that Mike Milbury made during last night's broadcast. There and, we, and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. The comment did not reflect the NHL's values and commitment to making our game more inclusive and welcoming to okay, all. Is, okay, NHL, um, is it true? Is it accurate? Is anyone genuinely offended? The answer to that is, of course not. It's absurd. I don't know when... Uh, when things are going to change, maybe never. Maybe it'll just get worse and worse, and you'll be canceling people for things they even 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 lamer than this one. But this is pretty bizarre to me. It is pretty embarrassing that NBC can't just say, "Hey, you know, he's our guy. We stand by him. He did nothing wrong." Well, I don't know why you can't do that. Why? N- why that isn't the next? Why that isn't the logical answer to this insanity? Or why can't he just? Why can't you just say I disagree with this comments? But I'm gonna. He can keep his job, and he has to publicly say something. Like why can't we see his face? He's just putting out a bullshit little tweet statement. Come out and say and apologize like a man face to face on television. If what, if you believe what, it, if you believe it. What exactly are the NHL's values? Like it's a sport where people kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> what are you talking about values? And it, it's the NHL. I mean, is is, is is and I'm not. The a- NHL is probably the least known, or hockey in general is probably the least known sport for athletes hooking up with uh, reporters, right? Don't you think? With reporters, sure, probably. but not with yeah. women in general. Oh yeah, I mean, sure, but. And I saw Sean Avery, that lunatic, was ripping yes, Milbury. Right. I mean, honest to God. He, he played, was? Yes. I'll get his cum. Oh, God. Uh, Even uh, he's clutching pearls? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, he's kind of an, um, a flamboyant guy. He likes to be involved in these kind of things and likes to be. Uh, let me find out what he said. Um, Sean, he's in the New York Post. Sean Avery trashes disgraced NBC analyst Mike Milbury. Disgraced. Oh, Sean Avery is contemptible. I mean, is he still like wearing women's clothes and stuff like that? <laughs> he's a stylish guy. Yeah, he's got a podcast, so clearly he's jumping on. He's jumping on the trending train for the podcast. This is a savvy I'm not, move. I'm not going to say I told you so. I'm not that type of guy, but I told you so. He says, uh, Sam Flood. That's the NBC guy, uh, NHL and NBC. Just pick up the phone and call me. Okay, this is what people want. Don't feel bad about calling me. It's Fine, I'll come in and I'll save the day. Mike Milbury, huh, I told you two weeks ago, 
I've had Mike Milbury trending for two weeks. What does that mean? He must be going after him for a shit analysis, I assume. That's your employee. You're the Peacock Network. That's a major network. I'll put on a Peacock hat and do it for free. I'll bro the ratings through the effing roof. I'll bring him with me. What does that mean? Bring Milbury with yeah, him? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my swear jar. What the hell? This guy is bizarre. Avery doesn't have the most, uh, you know, clean past himself. No. So I, no. I don't know why I was he's going to say, isn't, wasn't that his big thing? I mean, did he bring a lot of family values to the <laughs> NHL? Yeah, no, no. That's a Getting good suspended constantly. But I have a feeling Milbury's going to have trouble holding his tongue. If they fire him, he's not going to go quietly, which is good. He shouldn't. Um, at some point, you got to fight back. Hopefully, uh, he does soon. And um, it is amazing. On the weekend where Milbury is going to lose his job, I think, or he's lost it for this year or for this playoffs, um, you want to know what's like really offensive? I know I always say nothing offends me. I'm sure you say the same thing, Turtle Boy. Nothing offends me. It's I, I don't hear words and start seething. Some people do, not me. I, I don't hear words and start seething like... Uh, Katie Strang, the uh, hockey writer. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and develops for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy's created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three great flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. That sounds interesting, pomegranate. Uh, Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes good, and it's convenient and discreet. These products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even in the gym. Uh, I got a fr- I, I know what I'm going to do. I, get, I got my Lucy. My Lucy right here with me. I'm going to give it to my friend Kathleen, who's been trying to kick the habit for quite a while. Very I nice. Think, I think this is, the, this is the thing. This is the thing that gets her off the butts and onto... Lucy. I stole some from my brother, by the way. I'm just warning you. I took some of the, cin- the cinnamon pack. Good. Be- hey, anyone he- who quits. Yeah, we're, we're ending this fight. All I, right. And I, the cinnamon was good. I tried it, by the way, just really? to try it. It was good. Yeah, well, it was good. Yeah. It's 2020, people. Get rid of the cigarettes. Enough of the cigarettes. Unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lodges. lozenges. This is a real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. This is for Callahan podcast listeners. Go to lucy.co. Lucy.co. See promo code Callahan to get 20% off all products, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy.co. C-O. And use promo code Callahan. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. This is a warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. And be sure to use the promo code Callahan. If something were going to offend me, it would probably be the uh, Jamel Hill tweet from yesterday. It is so bizarre to me. I shouldn't say it's amazing. Jamel Hill has had 100 different jobs. She's made a lot of money. ESPN had her put her in prime time. The ratings were in the toilet, but it didn't matter. She's... She checks a lot of boxes. She hates Trump. That's the most important thing. She calls Trump a white supremacist and a bigot and all that. And that's the most important thing if you want to get a job at a major network or ESPN. Job number one, hate Trump. She does that uh, more passionately than most. She soon as she was on the she, – then she got hired by Atlantic as soon as um, ESPN dumped her. And then Bill Simmons hired her for some 
What was it? Oh, a podcast on The Wire. Yep. So she does a podcast on a show that's been. That changed. is strange, don't you think? Like she's talking about. A sh- I know those are. That's a trend, like where you're you're going through old episodes of podcast uh, of television shows. But like, why is Jamel Hill, who's such an un- outspoken political figure, sports figure, why is she just talking about a television show? I know it's, it's a television show strange. that's been off the air for how long? Twenty years? Is there a? I, I didn't watch. Did you watch The Wire? Not much. There, well, I did sometimes. There's clearly a cultural oh, angle. I, to it's it. It's a great show. It's, it's a, a good. Show. But I wasn't in the cult. I didn't yeah. know you know every detail. But uh, uh, and I. Have no you would like it, Jerry. You would like it. Would Good I liberal show? Would I um? Would I like to listen to her talk about the show? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> she thinks she's so cool. She re- like she thinks she's like the words she uses and stuff like that. She tries so hard. It's like Jamil, you're you're over forty. You're not young stop acting like you're 22 23 years old you think you're hip and like let's be honest okay i mean if we're being real here jameel hill is a perfect example and i tweeted this out last night i don't care who's offended by it she's a perfect example of why affirmative action doesn't work she's you tell me she's the most qualified to host sports center a couple years ago she got there would she have gotten there saying these ridiculous stupid things if she was a white person well no and and if she were if she didn't hate trump if she were you know, Candace Owen, um, she wouldn't get there either. I mean, she, she did not only, it's not just about race and gender. I think and, that helped. Oh, yeah, I don't think it hurt. Of course. I mean, we, we yeah. see it now. I mean, Bill Simmons was under the gun for not having enough, um, was it black editors uh, at the at the Ringer mm-hmm. and black yep. hosts of podcasts. So, you know, it, it's quite, quite literally the reason he reached out to her is the mob was at his door. Because Ryan Rossillo had the nerve to uh, ridicule looters, looters, people who were looting a Nike store. He ripped them. Bill Simmons, uh, the New York Times put Bill Simmons in the crosshairs, and Simmons reacted by hiring some uh, some minorities, including a very prominent one in Jamel Hill. I'm sure the, the podcast is terrible. She's not a good writer, by the way. I point this out all the time. She's got some big-time writing gigs. Give it a shot. Read her last Atlantic piece and tell me it's uh, it's well written. It, she's not. It's not really. I mean, she's not. Uh, she's not getting there on her writing ability or her TV ability. But she will say really outrageous things, including this tweet, where she's trying to sound smart and and learned and well read. This tweet from four thirty yesterday. That's a little early for drunk tweeting, but who knows? Who knows? Um, Jamel Hill tweets. Um, I've been reading Isabel Wilkerson's new book, Cast, and if you were of the opinion that the United States wasn't nearly as bad as Nazi Germany, how wrong you are, can't encourage you enough to read this masterpiece. She got 27,000 likes and 14,000 retweets so far. I mean, how many uh, how many comments did she get? Like, there's got to be, did she get ratioed? Jerry is all into the oh, amount of likes ratio, and comments. Good. She got today. ratio, and, and she's getting ratioed on every subsequent tweet after that. That's she said a lot of ridiculous things in her life. Uh, That's up there. That might be the dumbest I've ever heard. And I mean, I, I, you know, pointed out to, to it is amazing. I, I called her a talentless race baiter who's made tens of millions. I think it's close to ten, ten million if you think about. It. She was making like two Easily. million, two million at uh, at ESPN. Said um, she's made. Tens of millions in her mediocre career. She says the U.S. is as bad as Nazi Germany. It just doesn't get any dumber. Now, that was one of a million tweets at her, including Robert O'Neill was my favorite, telling her to go read the book Night by L.A. Wiesel, 
which is one of the only books I've read more than once. It's amazing. It's 120 pages. It's about him as a kid being shipped yeah. out on the cattle cars to uh, to it's Auschwitz. Seventh grade, yeah, and, definitely. And it, it's it's just called Night, and you know it's an easy, not easy read. It's an incredible read, but it won't take you that long. I would love Jamel to read that. I know that doesn't make her sound quite as you know cerebral as reading Cast. It, there was a rule. There used to be a rule in in TV, radio, in newspapers, whatever. Don't compare anyone to to Hitler. You know, don't it, it, Hitler stands alone. I mean, that rule's been broken many, many times of late. Because let's be honest, Trump is Hitler. Um, but she's had a Hitler moment. She's been suspended previously, like ten years ago, for writing something about Hitler. Did you know yeah, that? I know exactly what she wrote. She said, "Rooting for the Celtics is like rooting for Hitler." Yeah, that's <laughs> actually normal. Yeah. It was so poorly worded. Um, I'll get the exact her get, understanding of Nazi Germany. I want to hear more about that. I want to hear what what exactly do you think the Nazis did? Can you explain it to me? Because she seems to think they had like separate water fountains or something. For Jews. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and let me get the uh, the Hitler Celtic comment because it was so I, I, I refer to this when I talk about how bad she is as a writer. Um, it's it was like, you know, if you're going to get in trouble for a for an analogy or a tweet and um make it you know at least thoughtful or not make it at least at least witty you know mm. she was suspended yeah by espn um she wrote check out this line rudy <laughs> rooting for the celtics is like saying hitler was a victim what like, who, who would have <laughs> rooting, oh, okay go on rooting, go on girl rooting for the celtics is like saying hitler was a victim i mean not only was she making, you know, millions at ESPN, but she wasn't, uh, didn't have any editors, apparently. They just let her write whatever she wanted because no editor I've ever worked for wouldn't have called up or, or you know, said, do you really want to write that? I mean, at, at the very least, at the, you know, if not just flat out deleting it because it's so stupid. In the same paragraph, she writes, it's like hoping Gorbachev would get to the blinking red button before Reagan. What? God, is she yeah. she a lousy writer? But did know, they did they force her to apologize for that? Yes, just, yeah, uh, I'm saying. not sure about the apology, but she got suspended. Oh, okay. How long did she get suspended for? I got it right here. Um, They're not paying her, Jerry, for yes. her hot takes or you know an interesting analysis. They're paying her to be an outspoken person who checks multiple boxes, offends people, and pushes the dial. That's why they pay her. She um she got uh, she had to apologize. It's a long you know phony apology. Um, ESPN made her. Apologize. Um, she said something about the um, Duke lacrosse case too, which she was forced to apologize for. Um, she said something about Don Imus. She was forced to apologize for. So she's been forced to apologize a number of times. But is anything dumber than that? Rooting for the Celtics is like saying Hitler was a victim. It's such a lousy. Yeah. The other thing she's like getting fired up about. She's like, let's create another controversy. The, over obviously over the weekend or whatever. Luck. Uh, the guy uh, Montrez Harrell from the Clippers called yep. Luka Doncic. Yeah, uh, well, I want to get to the uh, bitch ass white boy. Bitch-ass well, white she's boy. tweeting about that now, and she's saying that it's a false equivalency to be upset about that because the term white boy does not carry the same baggage as referring to a, a black man as boy. You think? <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's be honest. So she, if if she's she's not wrong about that, you, if someone uh, whatever was reversed and someone called whatever Jason Tatum. You know, bitch ass black boy. That person, yeah. that player, of course, would be suspended for the rest of the playoffs. And yeah. If it were the regular season, that player would yeah. get the player would get twenty games. I mean, that that would. Cost- I would just like to get these rules kind of. Can we get them written? 
like documented somewhere like with the NBA. Okay, so the black players are allowed to say these words. The white players are only allowed to say these words. And I don't know if you're like, you know, if you're Devin Booker, if you're kind of in between, you're allowed to say, you know, half of those words. Like, what? Who's making these rules? <laughs> it's, these it, rules? it is uh, incredible. And there will be no punishment. Well, there won't even be condemnation of uh, of uh, Harold's comments on bitch-ass white boy. Although... People are having some fun with it. I see uh, Clay Travis is already making T-shirts. Bitch-ass white boy. That's a savvy move. Yeah. You know why? He'll get away with it, and I'm fine with him getting away with it. I don't want the guy, you know, suspended or whatever. Is it's it's kind of been turned around into a compliment. You know, like people used to say about Larry Bird, that white boy can play. You know, it was a way. It was it was it was praise saying that white boy can play. Like they're surprised that white boy is so good. You know, and what was um, what was Luka Doncic's uh, answer to the uh, comment? Playing one of the great games in NBA history. He's friggin' twenty one years old. Twenty triple double. Jerry he had forty, 40 points, points in fifteen. I mean, it, it's historic. The first time ever in uh, a guy who isn't particularly athletic, who doesn't like create monster oh. ducks. He's literally just a big walking fundamental. What are you going to say? Savvy. He's, he's cerebral. <laughs> he's probably bad for the league. Do you think Luka Doncic is like a marketable star? I sure do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Like, what, he doesn't do anything flashy. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, that guy's going to carry you think knocking down? Years? You think knocking down a 27-footer at the buzzer is not flashy? No, he's nice. Yeah, shooting, shooting, a 20, 20, you know. shooting a 27-footer down by one is an asshole move, to be honest a, with you. Drive it's to the it's a beautiful thing to watch him play. I mean, he's a great, great player. I loved watching that yesterday. Uh, but... I don't know. I, I just, I'm not convinced that he can be the guy, the, the league, the face of the league. So Even how, though he is arguably one of the best players, top five easily. How good is he going to be? I mean, he's 21. How good is he going to be when he's 25? 20, unless maybe a woman comes along and distracts him? That could be a problem. Um, but yeah. <laughs> now, that, now, <laughs> that he's old, now that he's old enough to drink. Uh, words, in Boston, somebody was asking the question last week, would you trade Jason Tatum? For Luca Donch, and I said, "Is that a serious question? Who has that? Of course you would. Of course you would. Somebody on one of the Twitter polls. When I'm t- happy they never traded Jason Tatum. I mean, they were talking about trading them. I mean, what a what a great back to back picks Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum were. I know we don't like to talk about sports, Jerry, but after years and years of draft failure by the Celtics, they hit the motherload with those two back to back picks. No." What are you talking about? Don't talk about sports. That's all we've been you know, talking like, about. Like, uh, well, you like talking about the Patriots and the Red Sox. The, C- the Celtics yeah. and the Bruins seem to be off limits around I, here. W- sports is what we've been talking Mike Milbury sports, okay? Luka Doncic. Yeah, but that's sports and culture, Luka not Dunge- sports. Uh, Luka Dunge- that's sports. We're going to get to Roger Goodell. That's sports. Hell, I think Jamel Hill has got a sports connection. She gets sports people going. I should give her credit. I should give her credit because she gets people going. She genuinely... I don't say offends me. What's another word? I don't want to say I'm offended by this. I'm amazed by the, how insane she is. Not just, I mean, she's not. I'm not offended by her. I'm offended by the double standard. I hate comparisons to, you know, Hitler and, you know, concentration camps. And, you know, Hitler was, was a victim. This woman doesn't learn her lesson either. She got, no. she had to apologize and get suspended for making a reference to Hitler, you know, 10 years ago. And she does it again. But. I mentioned Rob O'Neill told uh, Robert O'Neill, the man who killed Bin Laden, the man who we've had on this podcast, who's been he got banned, who's been banned by Delta, Delta, Delta yeah. Airlines, that tweet, that because he tweeted, tweeted right? a picture of himself without a mask on on a plane. 
So they suspended the man who killed bin Laden because he wouldn't put a mask on. And he was called out by somebody, some blue checkmark uh, liberal, for not being willing to sacrifice for his country, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about dumb tweets or dumb comments? A guy said Robert O'Neill wouldn't sacrifice for his country. Not only killed bin Laden, he was in on the the rescue of Captain Phillips. He was in uh, Afghanistan. He was in Iraq. He was there when uh, the lone survivor uh, is searching for uh, Marcus Luttrell. He's been everywhere sacrificing for his country. He's an amazing guy with an amazing life, and he didn't want to wear a mask when he was on a plane, and no one was, like, really close to him. So they will not let him fly on their airline anymore. That is incredible. Uh, you know, good for you. I mean, he went looking for the fight, though, right? I mean, he's tweeting that out. He went looking for it. Well, he's— I, I'm with him, but— I mean— <laughs> I don't want to get into masks again. It's just so stupid. But I walked. Well, you know the worst. My my wife is turning into one of those, Jerry. It's terrible around here. And we we went we went we went yesterday to uh, Western Massachusetts. Went on this mountain roller coaster thing, and we're waiting in line. And she's like, "Put on a mask." Everyone else has a mask on. I'm like, "No, I'm not putting on a mask." My the kids have one on. I'm like, "Well, I'm not them. I'm I'm a free spirit." Well, you're not supposed I'm, to put them on kids. Wait a minute. Is, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were in a line somewhere, and yes. you were six feet away from the people in front of you. It was more like four. <laughs> oh, you're gonna kill yeah. me. You're, of course you're, you're, you're a virus. I don't murderer. Know, thank God, you're guys. Fucking thank asking, God you're asking virus. for it. You're, you're asking for it. Imagine wait till we get a virus that spreads at eight feet. Luckily, this we have oh. a virus that only spreads at six. When I we know. get the eight foot virus, we are truly fucked. I was thinking that the other day. Did we confirm the six feet thing? No, we, every every <laughs> country is different, by the way. And in, in England, they don't use feet. They use like That's the metric true. system. I don't know how many centimeters you have to be apart in England or other countries, but it's literally. I was I was reading about that. Like some countries, it's three. Some countries, it's eight. Some it's ten. It ours is, is but, six. But, but it's, it's, like, it's the, throw it out there. It's the most incredibly partisan thing. I don't know what when it became so partisan, but you know, Republicans like Robert O'Neill, you know, feel compelled to put their mask on. Democrats will yell at you if you don't have a mask. You saw it. Biden's talking about a national mask mandate. Like, we, thank God he is. Thank God. Don't, right. Do you think that's a winning campaign I issue? Do, I do not. I point this out all the time. I'm not going to become one of these anti-maskers. If the store tells me put a mask on, I got my little gator. Well, Turtle Boy just said he's an anti-masker. I know. You're, yeah, you're, you're an asshole. asshole. Yeah, let's let's, be, let's be consistent. Uh, I expect more from family not to give me a hard time. But if like oh, if somebody I don't know tells me to put it on in the store, oh, I need to buy something. I'm just going to put it on just to get it over with. Not giving, she's not giving you a hard time because she's nervous about you and her. She's nervous about taking shit from the other people that you should be respectful exactly, of. How old are yeah, exactly. your kids? You're on her side? You're side of my wife? Of course I'm on her side. Yes. You're kidding? He didn't let leave his house for two months i'm distracted by your wife at the moment how old you don't get invited anywhere how old are your children turtle boy they're five and three you put a mask on a three-year-old they, they love it actually they like wearing masks it's weird well like a like a halloween like a casper the ghost it. mask right not a, no, a it has dinos on it so he loves it oh god <laughs> he's all about it i don't know why they like their masks it's freaking weird um, they're they're trained they're like we're training our children to be sheep i've already I, lost the war I, oh, you have. You have no doubt. I mean, I yeah. walked over here and I saw five or six people running with masks, a couple of bikers bike, with masks. I took a picture the other day of a kayaker in the ocean 
with a mask. I'm looking at him with a guy going, you look like a fool. I mean, better safe than sorry, but you look kind of silly. This um, idea that we can stop the spread of a virus with paper on our face no, is no, so hilarious. My story is, and again, on, I don't want, I don't want to become one of those those crazy the, you know, Aubrey Huffs where I just get obsessed with masks. Yeah. If, if the store, I'm going to walk over and go in the star market. If they say put a mask on, I'll do it. When I leave mm-hmm. outside, I'll take it off. Simple as that. Yeah. But last week, and I told this before, but um, it bears repeating, is one day a story came out that cloth masks are worse than um, nothing. They're worse than nothing. And my daughter was giving me crap because I have a cloth gator or whatever this is, material. And she said, that thing's worse than nothing. And I, I do it because the stores make you do it. The next mm-hmm. day, I swear to God, a story came out and I showed her, said the mask she has, which had a little vent on the side. It, the story said those are worse than nothing. So both of us were wearing masks that are allegedly worse than wearing nothing. But you got to do it or else people will yell at you. I don't know how we got off on this mask tangent. I want to get back to Jamel Hill before we before we talk I like about masks more. But go ahead. Okay. What else is there to say? Turtle Boy's oh. not going to wear a mask. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want uh, I, I want to read James Woods because Jamel Hill got just pounded. Uh, on on Twitter, oh, I bet she did. on Twitter, sure, you, on Twitter, better, for this, I mean, just got pummeled on Twitter because of this idiotic tweet. That's even worse. Compared, I mean, honestly, you could be the craziest liberal. I'm trying to think of who's the craziest liberal out there, like uh, Rob Reiner or uh, um, it's this oh, Alyssa Milano, just the craziest one on social media. I don't know, uh, Joy Behar, just the craziest, mindless, Trump hating liberal, and. I would think if they're not a complete moron, they would hesitate to compare this wonderful country, the greatest country that has ever existed, comparing it to the most evil regime in, in history, comparing it to a country, you know, that literally put people on trains, took them to camps and put them in gas chambers and killed them. You know, six million Jews, 12 million people, you know, handicapped people, gay people, literally put them on trains, put them in ovens killed them or sh- lined them up in front of ditches and shot them in the head. She- well, so her argument with that, Jerry, is that slavery was, you know, close to as bad as that, if not the same thing. Do you, what do you say to that? You know, I don't think, well, slavery was obviously our, our original sin. It was, it was evil. It was pure oh. evil, but we didn't, it wasn't determined to kill everybody. You know, it wasn't designed, I should say, to kill everybody the way, I mean, Hitler was committing genocide. Hitler was stopped by, you know, the the Allied powers, by us in, in England. By a racist country. By, yeah, by, by, yeah. And and um, to free the slaves, this country fought a civil war like no country has ever fought. And 618,000 men died, including uh, hundreds of thousands of people for the North fighting to free the slaves. Would you say that was sufficient penance for that sin of slavery? That six hundred. It's, it's like, a good start, but <laughs> they can't really do it until the chief of police in Webster puts his hands behind his back and lies down, face down. <laughs> then um, it's then we're there. And we're so. going to get to Kenosha because, um, um, if you're not aware, there is a uh, a new uh, front in the uh, culture. Oh, I don't know what you call it—the battle against BLM and Antifa—and it is now in Wisconsin, and it is just now raging. But here is to wrap up the. Uh, Jamel Hill, I got to give James. James Woods is the greatest celebrity tweeter 
of all. Would you agree with that? The best celebrity oh, tweeter? I would agree with that, definitely. He's James Woods, and he comments on Jamel Hill, just like everybody else commented on Jamel Hill last night. He says, the children small enough to be thrown into the ovens were incinerated alive to save the disruption they might cause being herded into the gas chamber. You are a raging, ignorant fool. <laughs> this woman is comparing this country to a place where they took babies and either shot them or threw them in the ovens. Babies. Babies, yeah. She, she, I mean, I, I don't know. She's, uh, she did what she set out to do. She got people going. I hope uh, Bill Simmons is happy and the Atlantic is happy. Uh, but um, I'm going to talk about Shea, and then we'll get to Roger Goodell. And uh, and I was going to do more on Luca, if you want, because it's a pretty interesting story. But uh, And uh, that bitch-ass white boy had the greatest answer to uh, an insult that I think a player has ever had. But And Goodell, Goodell is ready to pander. I mean, we got a preview of the football season with Goodell over the weekend, and it's, and it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of disappointing, to say the least. The, the commissioner's already taken a knee, put it that way. But uh, first, this is for you homeowners and home builders. You already know the great folks at Shea and my brother-in-law, he's leading the way. They have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair, Shea Concrete has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete or you can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home and, by the way, increase its value. This is an investment, people. You want to invest in your home. Make it make it better looking and also make it worth more. In most cases, Shea can remove your old stairs, which is not easy. Those are heavy. And have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And you can look for a job there, too. If you're looking for work, they always want CDL drivers. They're looking for personnel at all their plants around New England. You can check it out at SheaConcrete.com or just send your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com. All right. Um, Will, what's his name again? The guy who said bitch-ass white boy. I keep forgetting Harold. Lon- yeah, Montrez Harrell. Montrez. Yes, yep. Montrez. That's that was. Uh, so I was going to name my son. That, that was, that was con- our backup that's, name. That was my confirmation that's name. name that was my confirmation name. I named <laughs> you know picked a, after Saint Montrez. <laughs> Montrez Harrell. They catch him on in the game mouthing the words "bitch ass white boy," and we just laugh it off. And then Doncic answers in what, by having one of the great games in playoff history. Twenty-one year old kid. But will what, I just want your prediction? Will be, there be any price to pay for Montrez? For, of course uh, not. And like literally on the courts, there's like and racism is written on the courts, <laughs> like social justice, blah blah blah. It's just so trans. I mean, when your movement, the problem is LeBron. He's the spiritual leader of all this. He's the intellectual thought leader. Him and his books. Did you see his interview about? Oh yeah, we got to. Uh, you know, I didn't. Yeah, even, no. I didn't even have that on my list. But that was uh, great. It, it, that was it, it, if you ha- and I say this all the time. Go ahead. Accuse me of working the shaft on because they, they have several. Like he's been reading the mon- th- this book, and, and a reporter pointed out that every time that he is seen holding a book, it's always the first page. Like they have pictures of him constantly in the locker room. I don't think he reads pa- past the first page of any book it's, he has. It's he likes to-, to look learned. It, it was such a good, uh, such a good take from uh, Whitlock. He wrote about this. Uh, it's very he's very passionate about it. Whitlock uh, thinks that Malcolm X's uh, autobiography is one of the most important books, at least to him, in history. And he has some questions for um, 
for LeBron. He wants to sit down and talk about the book because Mont, uh, uh, he was asked about it, and it was just generalities. He really didn't have anything specific. It was clear he hadn't read much, but he held it in his hand at a press conference. A total prop, total prop. Um, but uh, see if we can get um, LeBron's comments. Yeah. Was asked who's, read more, who's read more of their book, um, LeBron and Malcolm X or Trump and the Bible that he held up? Uh, Trump hasn't read a word one of the Bible, but he's not the first. I mean, Bill, Bill Clinton used to walk around with a Bible. Bill Clinton, yeah. you know, inside it. You know, he, he cut out the inside and had like you know sex toys in there. But um, of course, all presidents. If you can get the clip of him, the the one minute exp- the book review, it, it was so priceless. It was so awkward and cringe. It was great. It, it was, and I mean, honest to God, does anyone think that he was just had it there in case he had a spare moment at the press conference? He might want to read a chapter. It was a total prop. It's his new role. He's trying to be the, you know, the thought leader, the the social justice warrior. It's working. I mean, people are hanging on his every word, and he is leading the charge for uh, you know justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, I'll be curious to see uh, what happens with this Kenosha. Uh, it's, this is not good. This is not good. Before you get to, um, before we get to the guy, uh, why isn't it good? Because the, they've already burned a car dealer if you haven't seen the video they they literally oh yeah it's bad in that sense but don't you think it's good politically politically i mean like good for trump yes uh, well not the video of them shooting uh well no but if, if it comes out that he was reaching for a gun you know we don't know what he was looking for in that car he's reaching for something in there the guy is a violent offend a violent violent offender with a history of gunplay involving the police so we'll see about that time will tell maybe he was ch- turn his life around in the last three weeks who knows but my point here is that wisconsin is an incredibly important state for donald trump to win and you know lawlessness and the governor the democratic governor siding with looters and rioters i think would be a good thing for trump especially during a convention week it's going to uh, it's going to be an issue tonight it still amazes me it's going on right now in kenosha wisconsin unfortunately the video of the of the police shooting what's his name jacob uh, Blake, Jacob Blake in the back is kind of difficult to, to watch. I mean, I know they're going to say he's had, you know, had a gun in the car or whatever, was reaching for a gun. They thought he was reaching for a gun. Tried to tase him and it didn't slow him down, but he literally has got his back turned and they literally shoot him seven times in the back. That is a really bad look. I assume that the, the, the mayor, I mean, the uh, governor's already condemning, you know, the police brutality, these guys are going to get arrested. These guys are going to get charged. At least one, like in, uh, um, at least one or two are going to get charged, and then it's going to get worse. I mean, you're going to see their faces. They're going to. Uh, th- this is the new front, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and this this video has got all the you know the usual people, all the Rex Chapmans, and you know very riled up. I fucking hate that guy so much. I hate Rex Chapman. I hate his whole facade on Twitter about uh, he just steals other people's content and retweets it and gives no credit. It's all that guy does. I hate that guy. Yeah, but it's but some of it's good video. I've enjoyed some of his tweets. It's too bad that he's a. It's hardcore. not his video. He steals it from other people. Right, right, right. But to build still, his personal brand. Yeah, but they send it to him. He doesn't just find it out. No, they, they don't, the people have complained about this that he literally just takes other people's shit and tweets it out for retweets. Um, but what happens next? Because the you know they're going on what ninety nights in um, in Portland. It is not going to be one well, night for George. For George. George, right? For, for George. George. Yeah. I retweeted a bunch of video. It's it's incredible. 
a car dealer, I don't even know how you do this, set off a bunch of cars in this lot. They tried to steal some of the cars, but they set other ones on fire. Bunch of businesses being trashed, uh, you know, fires being set. And uh, it's, it's like you said, not far from Chicago. It's fairly convenient for, you know, if people want these Antifa scum want to want to go there next uh it's going to get ugly it's going to get ugly and um i mean maybe maybe you're right maybe there's a gun he's reaching for a gun maybe there'll be some explanation but it doesn't look good terrible well this is going to be interesting for the ratings because the rnc starts tonight and what if the riots start tonight what do you watch what do you put on so what are the networks covering? if if uh he's got a checkered past i mean you blogged about it and you know what it's, matters it's it all, matters well, it doesn't matter if he, there's no gun. He wasn't reaching for a gun. Right. If there's no gun, then, then yeah, it means less. But well, why don't we just wait and see? Why don't we see? Why don't we wait? Right. How about that? It's too, it's a good question. I mean, they arrested, you know, the Minnesota, Minneapolis cops, what, three days later? It wasn't a long time. A couple days? They no, had, it was, Chauvin was three days. The rest were like a week or so. Yeah, so Chauvin was, he's the one that matters. It was three days. And during those three days, Black Lives Matter ruined a whole bunch of black lives. We've seen the interviews. Laura Ingram was in the neighborhood last week, ruined businesses, you know, ruined neighborhoods. Um, they can't wait. They won't wait. There's no way they'll wait for these cops to be arrested. They're already, like I said, burning uh, a car dealer and, and a number of other small businesses. So um, as usual, in um, a courthouse, they raided a courthouse. I retweeted a video yesterday of a woman saying like, you know, my baby's got court coming up soon. So, Burn that shit so he doesn't have to go to court. He's going to be free now. They raided a freaking courthouse. They they set it on fire? They 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 broke it. They smashed all the doors. They ran into it. They didn't light it on fire. It's hard to light a courthouse on fire. It's made of marble. But uh, they, they, they should do try every night in Portland. They gave it a shot. They gave it their best shot. Didn't work out for them. But Witnesses said he was unarmed. Um, I, mean, I, I don't know why he had to just turn his back on the cops and try to take off. Uh, but he's Who are the witnesses? Not, he's not dead. Uh, he is in stable condition, which is amazing because he got shot seven times. But uh, hopefully he pulls through. If he dies, I mean, it's I feel bad for the people in the neighborhood, uh, the people who are whatever, working at that car dealer and working at these small businesses that are being destroyed. Yeah, they're fucked. Um, they're, they're done. I feel I guess they're the losers here, but they're they're collateral damage in a much bigger war that's going on right now. And it's like I said, the RNC starts tonight. I think that this is. If, if 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 this state starts burning and people start rioting all over the country like they did for George a couple of months ago, then uh, and also by the way the all these lockdowns they're going to end once again of course for whatever this guy's name is he's going to be the new patron saint and although he lived does it Jacob, count if you live Jacob Blake well we're hoping he, it's not it's not as bad if he lives and pulls through it's certainly not as bad um so we're hoping he pulls through and lives because uh it's gonna it already is bad it already is i'm so if you survive seven gunshots you're a bad dude i mean you're you're like <laughs> you've had experience and it says i'm reading the story from the kenosha news um it says he is in stable i believe flight he was uh med flighted to fraudhurt hospital serious condition i'm sorry he's in serious condition that's not good but hopefully uh Hopefully he pulls through because it won't be as bad if he does. And maybe they'll say he was reaching for a gun. Maybe. Because if they don't, I really don't know what these cops, um, what their excuse, what their story will be. Um, but it's going to get bad. You know what else? I mean, they're going to uh, tonight, 
the next four days, Trump's, you know, whole, whole family's going to be speaking and maybe yeah. they'll be, uh, you know, maybe about the writing. What are they thinking? Is, is Trump going to speak every night? I know they said he's going to be there. Is he going to do some kind of speech? I don't know, but no, he, I don't yeah. think so. But he'll maybe he'll just wait. Why is Candace Owens not on the list? That's a good question. She's the only one that I thought was going to be on there that isn't. Why is Josh Hawley too should be on there too? But go ahead. I didn't notice, notice that. But Tiffany Trump speaking, Laura Trump speaking. Uh, yeah, who are they? I don't even know which. I couldn't pick them out of a crowd. I mean, um, uh, why do I want to hear from them? Tiffany lays low. She doesn't want to be famous. I'm not sure what she'd want to speak, but a whole bunch of just Republican congressmen, senators will be speaking. No, Laura Ingram. She was great in the last, uh, was it last? Well, she got in trouble for that thing last time. That's right. She waved to the crowd and they, they, yeah, they said it was a, she was doing the Heil Hitler. Um, But uh, it'll be interesting to see the problem we have right now in this country, among others, is the rioting and looting worked. You know, it worked. It's got, police defunded you know it's got politicians bowing to the mob so when trump gets elected say trump does get reelected, that november 4th i feel bad again for people who live in the inner city or people who live in seattle or portland new york philadelphia i feel bad for them because their neighborhoods are going to get trashed all over again then what happens if ruth bader ginsburg ginsburg um retires and he picks another conservative which of course he's going to do you know what the answer will be? Let's let's take to the streets again because it worked. There's we just saw a week of Democrats making speeches, and none of them condemns the destruction, the rioting, the violence, the looting in inner cities, which affects mostly black uh, working class people. They don't care. You know, it's it's you know part of their part of their effort to overthrow the evil orange man. We'll see what happens. I'm going to be, you know, watching. I watched last week, and it's going to be weird because it's mostly virtual. It's more live than the Democrat convention, but it's mostly virtual. They're not a lot, you know. There's not going to be hosted by an actress like there was, like Evan Longoria was the host of the Democrat convention. They have a huge advantage, especially this time going second. <laughs> now, now you know what works and what doesn't work, and basically everything. Very rarely do you see a poll bump. For the other party during your convention, but that actually happened. The Vegas odds went from in the, from one week to another. For Trump, went from uh, plus one fifty to plus one ten. I mean, that is that's hard to pull off. So now the Republicans know what not to do. Hopefully, they learned watching that disaster what not to say uh, it, because all they talked about all week was what Black Lives Matter and um, police brutality. But but, but yeah. they will. I mean, hell, Trump's commercials, TV or online commercials that he's made so far are all about you know violence in the inner city and Democrats uh, refusing to condemn it. And, you know, when he tweets, he tweets law and order, you know, just tweets law and order. Like that is his theme. I saw him last night on with Steve Hilton on Fox. And I got to say, it is tedious. Trump will not. He just kept over and over and over again. How he shut down flights from China, shut down flights from Europe, and ventilators. We have the best ventilators. We made a million ventilators. No one who didn't need a ventilator. And he just goes on and on about how great he's been in handling uh, the virus. I'm sorry, you gotta, you know, move on. Your next talking point has to be get the kids back in school, get back. Right, to work. right, and it's like the like all, you have a great layup here from Biden with that most recent interview right. in which he basically said, "I'm going to lock the country down again." It's like so, if the Democrats' big sell is all oh, the unemployment's high. 
uh, you know, everything's ruined, blah, blah, blah. You just point out, like, you want to double down on that. You want to shut everything down again, make everyone wear masks, which is proven, which is not proven at all to stop the spread of commie cold. Can we stop this idea that you can hide from commie cold? It's going to get you. It, it can come in frozen food. New Zealand got it. They shut down their freaking borders. They're an island country. They got it in frozen food, Jerry. There's an outbreak there. Like, why are we hiding from a... It's so stupid. Outbreak. There's four people in a country of like 10 million that got it. But no, no, they had like 90 in like over a couple of days. <laughs> Remember, they were, all, they were all doing a touchdown dance saying, oh, we beat it. They're liberal, this wonderful Kiwi down there. She's figured it all out. Well, then they got it in frozen food. So it, it, it comes for you. You cannot hide from the virus. It's going to get you. Um, and, and I guess, you know, Trump will be bragging again. I mean, Biden did a speech which was 25 minutes long. Trump's will be like two hours long on Thursday. And he'll be talking again about how shut down the flights, flights from China. And we know he did. We, it's bad. You know, the number of cases has gone up because there's testing. It's not good that 170,000 people died, but this is a fact. More would have died under a president Biden because he would not have shut down the flights. He was calling him a xenophobe and a racist for shutting down the flights. You know, he would have been uh, more more open. He wouldn't have been as so draconian, and more people would have died. That is indisputable, but you still can't. There's only so much bragging you can do when there are 170,000 people who've died. I mean, and, and by the way, you can, you can rip on China and talk about how, play that video of Biden saying, Chinese, they're not bad folks, folks. You know, they're not bad. A good, strong China is good for us. It's incredible how uh, tone deaf he sounds in those uh, comments about China. We all know Hunter Biden's made. Oh, he, they finally put Hunter on in the last day. I loved I wonder, it. I, I couldn't believe it. When I first saw that Hunter was going to make an appearance, I said, you can't be serious. But it was just a canned thing about what a great dad he is that he did it with his sister. Um, and, you know, you, you didn't really get a good look at hunter but maybe you will maybe you will this week maybe they'll talk more about hunter but i'm i'm people have people asking me obviously the nba went all in on um donald trump jr is now tweeting about the rioting in the kenosha this is gonna oh, be here we go uh, uh we all know the nba went all in with the uh with the woke you know crowd with the woke uh mob and you know baseball did to some extent god knows the red sox did when they have you know this whatever it is, 280-foot Black Lives Matter sign. Um, I think a lot of people are holding out hope that the NFL won't be quite as political um, because in the past, you know, they you know, they they condemned Colin Kaepernick, and they uh, you know there's a lot of there's a lot more you know guys like Villanueva there in uh, Pittsburgh and. Jack Del Rio, there's a lot more outspoken patriots or Trump supporters in the NFL than there's Stephen to it from the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. Notre Dame guy. That's a good one. That's a good one. And God knows, you know, Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick are, are Trump guys. They don't say much about say it, it anymore. But, yeah. but we know they're Trump guys. Um, so we don't think the NFL was going to be quite as political as the NBA has been or even baseball. Um, but I don't, I'm not so sure. I've predicted that everybody's going to kneel. First first week, Drew Brees is going to kneel. Tom Brady is going to kneel. And I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend. He said, if Tom Brady kneels, I'm not watching. 
And I said, well, he will only do it once. It'll be opening day, and they'll, they'll all do it together. In fact, Reese said he'll do it before the anthem. They're going to kneel for whatever they do before the anthem. Some, maybe they'll play the Black National Anthem. That guy's watching the, the games. It's such Yeah, exa- exactly. I don't Indian, believe any of these people when they say Indian, that. They're the, all watching. The coverage of it, it doesn't – I mean, let's see how they cover it. They don't have to, like – you know, have the camera on these guys the entire time. Well, they, like, they will control well, it. I know, but they can I mean, it's a great victory for yeah. the media and the Democrats. Would you agree if Brady and Breeze take a knee? It's well, it's happening. So uh, they can already, you know, so they're, they're going to take, but well, but, there won't be a crowd to boo them at least. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe it'll be 10,000, 12,000, whatever. 15, have they even addressed the Patriots addressed that with season ticket holders? Like whether or not they can come to games. Is this uh, been- how do you pick who gets to go? If you have 12,000, yeah. how, how do you, I, mean, I do think they need them. It's see, it feels so empty. Literally it sounds empty. The baseball basketball. It's weird seeing Luka Doncic hit a, um, you know, 27 foot game winner. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just his teammates making noise, you know. Think of when they win the Stanley Cup, when that thing comes out and no one is in the audience. To ch- it's going to be freaking weird. No, There's going to be no parade. I, I've been such a bad consumer of all sports so far, but it felt like yesterday, like the Bruins scored a goal, and I think they boosted the crowd noise, and I got a little excited. So I'll give them a little credit. Well, they they play the song. They did. They, they played the song, but they crowd. They right. boosted crowd noise for oh, some reason. They? It felt. It felt bigger. I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying. Yeah, it, no, they did. They did. I heard that. But we're outside the garden right now, and the and the TV stations have set up. You know, getting fan action from yeah, last night outside <laughs> the garden. Even though there's no no one in the garden, yeah. no coming. No one's coming to the garden. But there. This is where the TV stations are to preview. You know the the whatever the Lightning, the Bruins, or the Celtics. Um, but. I, here's here's why I think we're going to be disappointed. If you don't want the NFL to go all woke, I think you're going to be disappointed because Goodell, who was you know fairly strong, now I sound like Trump, fairly powerful and strong and strong and powerful on uh, on Kaepernick and the Kneelers three years ago. Um, Goodell sounds like he's ready to take a knee. Went on what's the show called? I guess uh, conversation. Yeah, uncomfortable bl- conversations with a black man. He went on uncomfortable conversations with a black man. That's uh, a show hosted by Emmanuel Acho, former NFL linebacker and current analyst on Fox Sports One. And I mean, they literally say, "Here you are on uncomfortable conversations," and and Goodell just sounds submissive. You know, he just sounds like whatever you say. And he expressed his regret for not listening and understanding Colin Kaepernick when he had the chance. So why doesn't he hire him back then? Uh, what do you mean in the front? Why, does it, why doesn't he tell? Why doesn't he pressure his owners to hide? Like if, if they really feel this badly, oh, we really screwed up with with Kaepernick so bad. We should have done the right thing. You still can. He's like thirty three. Well, because he's not a good quarterback. I, no, I agree completely. My point is, he doesn't actually believe he's screwed up. That's a lie. If well, he did, he'd be bad. Yeah, of course not. But he does sound like he's. Can, can we listen to Roger yeah, let's see if it with, works this time. with Emmanuel Acho? What do you know now in 2020? What does Roger Goodell know now about the protest that took place during the national anthem, the peaceful protest that you wish you knew back then? Just what was going on in the communities. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what was going on in the communities. Um, and when I had the chance to sit with our players, uh, I never had the chance to sit with Cap, but I saw yeah. us talk with Kenny Stills a lot. Yeah. Uh, Eric oh, Reed, mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins, uh, Anquan Bolden, uh, so many other players that you know some of them sacrificed a great deal. You can't understate 
how valuable the message that you put out a couple months was. At least as a former player, as a black man in society, that message, it resonated with me. It spoke to me. Um, you said you listened, you heard, you learned. Um, you even apologized to so many. But in, in the midst of all that, there wasn't a specific message or apology to the catalyst for it all. Kaepernick, who you, who you mentioned, if you were to publicly express your remorse, apologize to Kaepernick, what would you say? Well, I, the first thing. By I, the way, have you heard? Can you hear the music that they're putting yes, under yes. for only when Roger Goodell speaks? I thought I thought that was background noise. At all. Is, I what, wish what, we listen. Right, go ahead. Let's listen later. to more uh, Cap to what you were kneeling about and what you were trying to bring attention to. Uh, we had invited him in several times to have the conversation, to have the dialogue. I wish we had the benefit of that. Yeah, we never did. Um, and you know, we would have benefited from that. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes, because I've known for years now that the, the peaceful protest during the national anthem, it was never about the flag to the point oh, where I just want to rip out my what? hair. They literally said it was about, about the, flag. the flag. Right. If you were to be able to relay that message, what would you say? Like if to people who still think it's about the flag, what would you tell them? It is not about the flag. The message How do you here know? that it, what our players is doing it's being mischaracterized. Mm -hmm. Kaepernick said it was about the flag. Okay. Hold on, hold on. This just this seems, by the way, this seems like a very Kaepernick literally said that flag is a symbol of right. slavery and stuff. It's exactly about the flag. What are you talking about? And and and, and why why do these people, and I guess in this case it'd be Emmanuel Cho, feel like they have to speak for Kaepernick? Why can't Kaepernick speak for Kaepernick? Why can't because he because he, he can't speak? He right, speaks he in retweets and memes. Right, yeah. Right, and by the right. way, that everything Goodell said right there, it sounds like a KFC blog. That's literally the exact same thing. <laughs> KFC said, I was so wrong four years ago, but I've 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 talked to some black people. I talked to Kenny Stills, and they really opened my eyes about the community. And now I get it. Now I'm not bringing Kaepernick back, but I get it now. now what, I get it. Goodell, if Goodell, if that were me, I'd sit there and I'd say, Well, you know, we know Kaepernick hates cops. We know he had socks on with the pigs on him. We know he compared cops to the guys who used to hunt down runaway slaves. That's what he thinks of police officers. He honors a woman, Joanne Chesimard, who murdered a cop. He honors her. He tweets, uh, puts out a Facebook post, happy birthday to this woman who's hiding out in Cuba who murdered a cop in cold blood. He donated money to a charity that was named after the woman. See, does Goodell know these things? He probably does, but never going to repeat them. Why do we owe Kaepernick anything? He hates this country. He hates cops. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for criticizing a guy who hates the police, all right, in this, in this current climate. We don't need more people uh, firing up the mob to attack the cops. By the way, the, uh, uh, this morning, if you haven't seen it, this video from Wisconsin of a cop taking a brick to the head and going. That was tough. That was tough. Going down. Now, so, that, so you know, do you think this is a good time to, to you know, to fuel the fires of, 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 of hatred of the, uh, of the police? It's just outrageous. I mean, he feels remorse that he didn't listen to Kaepernick. Well, when the hell did Kaepernick talk? I'll listen to him. Go before a camera right now, Kaepernick. Walk outside your apartment, your condo in New York, and say, I got something to say. Let's hear from him. Let's I listened to him when, when he was in Miami for a Dolphins game. I listened to him take questions about why he supported Castro. I heard how stupid he was. I heard him saying that, oh, Castro, they had great education reform there. We should model ourselves after them. They have great, great data coming out of that government. Things and, are looking good. 
and the reporters, many of whom are, you know, Cuban descent of Cuban descent, know exactly what happened in Cuba. Just ate him alive. That's I think that's the last time he opened his mouth because he knows when he does that, he sounds like an idiot. Um, he talked a little bit when he had that staged, uh, that phony little tryout in Atlanta. But for the most part, you won't hear from him. And yet this guy, Emmanuel Acho, feels the need to speak for him. Well, the guy doesn't have a job. He doesn't play football. All he does is, you know, cash checks from Nike um, and promote things made by slaves in, in China. That's all he does. So why can't he talk? Why can't he sit down with whoever? Jamel Hill on camera or NBC, which has a new show, Michael Hawley with Michael Smith, NBC, uh, that just, which is going to fire Mike Milbury is going to hire Michael Smith and Michael Hawley. Why can't he sit down with them and talk about what's bothering him? Is, that true? He is that true, by the way? Yeah. Michael Hawley has a new show nationally? Uh, yep. Really? Yep. I haven't thought of Michael Hawley. No, no. Well, he earned it. I mean, his ratings were great at WEI. They were, <laughs> I mean, one time they were. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. What time was that? Uh, well, when was the midday show on WEI? Oh, yeah. They, I, they, they uh, yeah, always did was, good for a long yeah, time. I think, I think they did, but uh, then they went, beat Zoe and Bertrand. Uh, I think so. I don't know. I feel like Dale and Holly were like an into uh, Dale were and doing Eddie, really Dale and well. Were huge. Yeah. Dale and Eddie had, oh, they were the afternoon, weren't they? The well, afternoon before back in the day, like, yeah, yeah they, they were. Yes, yes. So they, they, they how'd they do against Felger? I don't know. Not well. I'm not guessing well. if you have to think about whether Dale and Holly had good ratings at one point in time, they didn't have good ratings. Then. Yeah. Like, what? I, I don't know why. When I did Dale like have good ratings? Dale's never had good ratings in his entire life. He has Dale good ratings in his house. His family doesn't give him good ratings. He's Dale, awful. Dale, Dale and Eddie had huge numbers back in the day. It was a good show. It was a good, crazy show. They hated each other. But uh, speaking of hating each other, Goodell doesn't hate Cap. He calls him Cap. And he's going to honor Cap. And he's going to hope Cap you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't rip them and uh, criticize them and get everybody uh, turning on the NFL the way he's got people turning on the NBA. And I met a couple people this weekend who were flat out said, if they kneel, I ain't watching. And, and I don't watch NBA. I'm not watching baseball. I said, you'll watch football. She says, not if they kneel. So we'll see. I think they will kneel. I think people will watch anyway. Maybe it'll take a minor hit. Who knows? But uh, Football is different. Football is different from these other sports. It won't feel nearly as contrived because the season's going to start like when it's supposed to start. It won't be in a bubble, so it'll feel like a real sport, and I think people will watch. But clearly, Goodell is ready to take a knee and, you know, bow before Cap and uh, Malcolm Jenkins and Eric Reed and anybody else. Um, unfortunately, this Kenosha could be uh, another another front. It could get crazy and it will, you know, it'll be, you think it'll be good for uh, Trump? Uh, I don't know. We got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. Not the, It's not good for the cops, not good for the police, you know, the good police in this country. This is going to get people. It just gives them something to point at and say, look, at this is, this is, this is another democratic controlled state. Another, I'm sure that whatever city this is probably is a democratic mayor and this is life under democratic control. Yeah, I guess you could say that, but you know the cops. Cops don't look good in this one, Turtle Boy. They we'll see. Good. I mean, we don't know what's in. The, if there was no gun, if he's if there was no gun in that car, I completely agree with you. That's they deserve what they're going to get. If if that's the case, there are lots of witnesses, lots of people there, and it's on video, so we'll be able to see. I, have they have they made any statements? Is there are they saying there was a gun? We need to. Know. I don't know. Why don't we just wait and see? I mean, it's like, a crazy. No one, no one wants to do that. Time is no. of the essence. They're, they if they're going to arrest these cops, they got to do it now, because the people in Kenosha and surrounding communities they don't need 
their town to turn into to turn into Portland or Seattle. They don't need that. They don't need a chop zone or all that other crap. I've had enough of that. But we'll see if it's an issue tonight during the convention. You're right. Could be split screens. You know, on one side, there'll be Matt Gates giving a speech. On the other side, there'll be courthouses burning in Wisconsin. But uh, it will be wild. Uh, all right. Um, we'll I'm see just, if- by the way, I'm just laughing. I have to say it. Turtle Boy took some shit over the weekend for for saying something about Facebook. Our Facebook commenters on the live stream are just crushing me in my attire, by the way. I think it's a nice yeah, shirt. I think it's a good look. Why, why are you wearing long pants, by the way? Don't you have shorts? It's 90 degrees. I'm a pants guy. Yeah. Even when it's 90 Well, i got to go to the office after this. I'm a pants. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to wear shorts to the office. Uh, I don't wear pants from like June to October. Yeah. I don't wear pants. Well, I'm going to defend Turtle Boy with Facebook just purely on the fact that just good, harmless shit talk in the Facebook comments today. I love yeah. It. Imagine thinking that like only old people use Facebook. That's all I got to say about well, that. Yeah, I mean, you set yourself up for that shit. So, how, I mean, Facebook, how do I set myself up? Because Facebook is corny as hell. But whatever. Facebook. 2.6 billion users. It's I, like, what? Well, oh, yeah, nobody's on Facebook. Oh, yeah. God forbid anybody use that platform. I know. Like, what? <laughs> I don't, and I do want to plug our YouTube page. We had a bunch of people watch on YouTube today. So I, I added that into the mix for today's show. All right. I want to get uh, you do you do merchandise. Why don't you beat everyone to that bad at, bitch ass white boy T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great T-shirt for the turtle rider. Oh, I like that. We're also going to make for the golf tournament. Back nines matter. What do you think of that one? Is that insensitive? <laughs> Uh, yes, it's very insensitive. Very okay. I think you'll, you're going to be canceled. Oh, real quick, Jerry. Do you know who the favorite, the Vegas favorite is right now to win the DN, the Democratic nomination for president in 2024? I'm not making this up. They're uh, plus 300. Yes. Uh, give me a hint. Oh, it's a radical. Um, uh, AOC. AOC Hold is up. the Vegas favorite to, do, to win the day. She'll be 35. She'll be 35. Would you have to be 35? Why? An inauguration day? Isn't she only 30? Yes, she'll be 35 on inauguration day. She's the favorite to be the president. The, fav- the favorite Democratic nominee, plus 300 right now in Vegas. That's great. That's good news. For- <laughs> I'd, I'd be all seeing firebrands like Matt Gates go against AOC. Oh, that'd be great. I still, like, I still like the Tucker Carlson, Candace Owen ticket. What do you think of that? I like uh, Josh Hawley, Christy Nome. That's my ticket right there. Uh, that, that's a good ticket. You're, you're you're more mainstream. I'm going off the board with that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Christy Nome in any form. In any oh, she's so the more hot. Christy she's Nome, so the better. Yeah. She, yeah. Is she a distraction? She's a distraction. She will be a distraction. I think she speaks Tuesday or Wednesday, and I'm thinking, Gosh, compare that to you know Hillary, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Lynn <laughs> Warren. I mean, they had some. They had Wonderful some. women with hearts of gold, all yes. of them. They had some mean girls. They mean well. Yeah. And Kristen Yolm would be smiling, that bright smile, and talking about how lockdowns kill. She's going to be a big star this week, I predict. But uh, we'll see. We'll be watching. We'll see. Uh, we'll stay on the Mike Milbury watch. He will probably be out of a job by this time tomorrow, but uh, we'll see what happens. Thanks, Turtle Boy, and thanks to uh, Shake Concrete and Allied Paving and DCU. And thanks to all our great sponsors and the Legacy Club back in the legacy club for at least a couple of days there's no peanuts here though, no Turtle lost Boy. my pass too i gotta go to your house uh, give, give me the yeah. freaking pass back no i need I it for tomorrow i need it for tomorrow we'll come back. idiot lost his so I'll, I'll i'd like to come back the problem is right now we got to figure out the school schedule that's kind of a problem yeah well when, what school, then we'll talk schools open november 4th you know the schedule school yeah it's like my wife has to go to work and my kid's stuck at home because my district shut down that's uh, going to be an issue as far as getting there you know 
wearing their masks in yeah, the house. I'm, if Turtle Boy comes here, I'm making him sit on the other side of the room because I don't like his his mask etiquette That's outside true. of here. I'm That's not true. a fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna put so much COVID on you. You're not even. Oh, I'm gonna bury you in commie cold. I'm gonna bury you in it. Do your kids wear uh, the mask at home? No. But they like doing it. They think it's cool because it has dinos on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and they, I think don't know. Dad's, they think dad's an asshole for not wearing one, right? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> they think I'm like a rebel. The people in the comment section think I should wear a in sync mask or, or a Backstreet Boys mask to, mask my, to match my outfit today. So Yeah, that is. A, he's got the little skinny jeans. And, uh, you're, a little, you're a little overdressed. <laughs> okay. A little All right. overdressed. All right. All right. Thanks. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast. We'll do it again tomorrow.